Hello and welcome to this IBR Business Profile, a podcast from the Iowa Business Report. I'm Jeff Stein. In the 34th edition of our program, which aired during the fourth weekend of August 2020, we introduced you to Mary Landheis, the third generation of her family to run the Lyle Corporation in Clorinda over the past century plus. The business now includes operating a second company, Easy Way Incorporated. Mary Landheis and I spoke via Zoom on Monday, August 17. Lyle Corporation was founded in 1903, and it is a family-owned and operated company, and it's based in Clorinda, Iowa, so in the southwest corner of the state. Lyle manufactures automotive specialty tools, as well as some machinist tools, and then we also have an OEM division that uh, makes a lot of magnetic drain plugs, amongst uh, some other products as well. So I have a variety of products under the Lyle umbrella. And as I mentioned, family-owned and operated since 1903. I'm the great-great-granddaughter from the original founder, C.A. Lyle, and uh, pleased to be a, have been a part of the company for going on 21 years now. So it's been a great experience. And we also have a sister company, Easy Way. Easy Way was acquired by Lyle, but it was set up as a sister company in 2003. And Easy Way is very different from Lyle in terms of the industry and the type of products they make. And Easy Way manufactures safe patient handling equipment, which are essentially medical devices that are sold in hospital uh, hospitals and nursing homes. So um, patient lifting equipment uh, to help the nurses transfer a patient from a bed to a wheelchair, wheelchair to a commode, et cetera, any type of patient movement. This is obviously a long period of time, and it mirrors the evolution of the automotive industry in the world over that same century. And so I can only imagine what kind of evolution the company has undergone in order to keep pace from a time when everything was mechanical to a time now where you need a computer to diagnose anything that's wrong with your car. Absolutely. You touched on something interesting there. When Lyle was first founded, uh, Lyle manufactured well drilling machines. They had a foundry and then also went on to make seasonal items that really complemented the farming industry. So they made cream separators, a product called a hog oiler. Don't know if you've ever heard of one of those. Uh, lawnmowers, but they also had an automotive dealership that was part of the company. And that's really where the tool business began, because obviously the Model T was invented in 1903. And, and when we started selling the cars, we noticed that the service shop was very busy. So they began developing tools to fix cars. So that's really led us to where we are today. And we try to develop between 20 and up to 40 new tools a year, um, have had a really strong experience with that. So new product innovation is a big part of what we do. How did your great-great-grandfather come upon the idea for the company? A lot of times someone devises something, invents something, and then they create the company. Is that what happened here? And it sounds like, regardless, he had quite a spirit of innovation and was very mechanically inclined. Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, he was, he had done a a variety of different things prior to founding Lyle Corporation. He had been a teacher and also was the editor of our local newspaper in Clorinda. Uh, But then there was an opportunity of a business that the founder, of course, that um, the owner there had been a fire and the owner wanted to sell the company. So it was really more of an opportunity for him to acquire the foundry and then determine what direction he wanted to take with it at that point. So obviously, again, from an entrepreneurial standpoint, 
he saw an opportunity and then was able to adapt it to fit many other needs and and many other industries. Absolutely. That's exactly the case. And and that's really a philosophy that we have tried to continue um, in terms of, you know, you think about the acquisition of the medical device company. We're always looking at new opportunities uh, to be able to add to either company and to our host of companies here. And so it's really, it's a company that when we're looking at acquisitions, we're looking at a company that is selling for the right reason, where we can bring manufacturing jobs and and do the manufacturing here in Clorinda and really just a, a company that we can continue to help grow and prosper. When you do acquire another company, mm-hmm. you're doing so, as you say, you want to do it for the right reasons. It involves incorporating their culture, changing their culture, changing the way they do things. That's not a very easy thing at first, is it? No, it's not. Communication is a huge part of that process. And being very open and honest with people and letting them know, um, you know, really what the situation is when you're working on an acquisition too. If you don't don't have trust with the people that you're working with and your staff will be working alongside, then it's really not going to be a positive situation. So that's a big part of what we do when we're looking at acquisitions and working through those with companies. And again, trying to merge cultures when People are used to doing things a certain way, and they're suspicious about a new owner. So you could come in and simply say, we're not going to change a thing. You keep doing what you're doing, but they're still going to be suspicious about that until they get to know you. So again, that really requires a unique set of skills from a human resources standpoint. Absolutely. The employee should and always will be number one. And again, that communication, I can't say enough to how vital that is for a successful acquisition, no matter where you bring them into your organization or you're maintaining the existing organization. We've really found that's been key. My family was involved in the auto dealership business, including repair. And so I can remember being a young boy and walking into the back shop and seeing this device I'd never seen before, but I thought it was cool because it said Jeepers Creepers on it. And little did I know that that came just a few miles away from Clorinda. Is that the most, I don't want to say recognizable brand that you produce or the most iconic brand, or is it the one that, again, every mechanic has heard of? It really is, and that's interesting you say that. We've developed and uh, continue to grow that line for years, and it continues to be one of the strongest selling products we have. Here in Clorinda, we don't have a plastics division, but we work with another Iowa company, Agri-Industrial Plastics, to help manufacture that product. So it's great to be able to work with other Iowa companies and help them out while they help us out. So you've maintained the operation, expanded, but still on the same site as it was in 1903, as I understand it, still in Clorinda. What are some of the challenges that you face in trying to either operate at the current level or as you consider expanding and growing going forward? What are challenges that you have either because of the nature of the business or the location? You know, the challenge we have is certainly one that a lot of manufacturing organizations and companies in general in Iowa have, and that's workforce and attracting people here to the area if need be, and continuing to grow and develop the existing workforce here in Clorinda. Again, there are only so many people to go around, and you know we know that if we can hire good people and bring them in, we can do what we can to train them to do the jobs that we have here on site. And really have also worked with an organization, Iowa Western has a program here in Clorinda that has really been key to our success for many, many years. 
they teach the skills there that we really need to have here in our organization. And that's been, again, a great partnership that we've had with them for quite some time. Another great example of how the community colleges are partnering with local businesses in order to provide the practicum experience that the students, future professionals need. Absolutely. The employees can do their normal eight to five or seven to three job and then go to class for a couple nights a week just across the street from us and still be able to get that degree that they're needing within two years. So again, it's really been a great partnership. What challenges have there been as you've gone from generation to generation? Because I presume someone in your position, in your predecessor's position, you want to be true to the company's mission and to the values, but yet you want to do things your own way. That can often be difficult within the family dynamic. We've been lucky to have been very successful with that over the years. And You know, one of the best things about uh, the folks who work here is that certainly there are a lot of great mentors within the organization, and I've been lucky to have wonderful mentors within my family, as did my predecessor. So really having a shared vision and making sure that everyone is able to communicate effectively together, not that everyone is always on the same page, but everyone has to be understanding of, you know, the fact that we will always do what's best for the business, not just in the short term, but more importantly, in the long term. I asked a moment ago about challenges. Let's end on a perhaps a more aspirational note. What are some of the wonderful benefits of running this company of this size, these two companies and doing it right there in Southwest Iowa? We've been very fortunate to have employees that have stayed with us sometimes throughout their entire career. And it's not unusual to have someone retire from here who's been with us 20, 30, 40, and we've even had people with 50 years of experience. So really, that's that's really the key. And then just a dedication to really working with your community and being a good community partner has been important. And again, setting up those collaborations with your local community college or with other suppliers in your area or within the state to to make sure that everyone's in it together. So that's been a big part of what we do. And I think sometimes Southwest Iowa is a little known secret, which um, can be good in aspects, some aspects, and then uh, not as good for our, our community and our, our workforces uh, in this part of the state, too. But it's really a thriving community and a thriving area. A lot of opportunities for people, both from a professional standpoint, from a just a, a lifestyle and a standard of living. You know, there are really a lot of great things going on in our area. So, you know, I certainly encourage people who haven't been to this part of the state to to branch out and consider it and uh, look at what's going on. Not certainly just with Lyle Corporation in an easy way, but with the area in general. Mary Landheis, president of Lyle Corporation in Clorinda. We spoke via Zoom on Monday, August 17. Learn more about the company and its history by going to lylecorp.com and on Twitter at LyleCorp, L-I-S-L-E-C-O-R-P. And learn more about the second company they operate, Easy Way Incorporated, by going to EZLifts.com or on Twitter at EasyWay underscore EZLifts, E-Z-W-A-Y underscore E-Z-L-I-F-T-S. The Iowa Association of Business and Industry is a supporter of the Iowa Business Report, radio program, and podcast. The Iowa Business Report airs weekly on dozens of radio stations across the state of Iowa, with the podcast posted right here every week 
along with additional IBR extras and IBR business profiles. I'm Jeff Stein for the Iowa Business Report.